0: Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odoms. Thanks for joining me. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers that are listeners to my podcast. So the episode title is Father's Day. Um, not my plan. I had another episode that I wanted to release and this morning after reading the Bible verse of the day, Um, which I will read shortly. The Holy Spirit told me to share my story regarding my relationship with my dad, share my testimony. So, um, not something I planned on doing. Honestly, not even something that I really wanted to do. But, hey, I am more willing to be obedient to God versus allowing my flesh to have its way. So, um, backstory of myself i was raised in a household household with my mom and stepdad um my mom and dad did not have no intimate relationship i was a one night stand baby is what i would call it um my mom i think met my dad at a party or something like that and she ended up leaving the party and you know here, you know she ended up being pregnant Uh, My mom did grow up where she was not allowed to do anything, not allowed to go anywhere. So, you know, she got to go to this party. I guess, you know, she was enjoying herself. Anyway, that's a story for another time. So I ended up being raised in a household with my mom and my stepdad. Stepdad was there for me. I did not have no relationship with my biological dad. Now... From the outside looking in, people would have assumed that me and my biological dad had a great relationship because my dad's parents, I used to go to their house on the weekends when I was younger. I started going um, after being potty trained is what my mom told me. And I spent a lot of time and summers at my dad's parents' house. So on the outside looking in, people would have thought me and my dad had a great relationship. I mean, we had a good relationship. However, we did not have a good relationship at all. Um, as As far back as I can remember, I I don't know. It, it was an uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable relationship. I always felt um, rejected. I always felt, as a kid growing up, I always felt like my dad didn't want me. Um, and I experienced rejection issues. However, my, um, mom's husband, he was, while I never called him dad, um, I always called him by his name. He was that father figure. And then my mom's dad, and of course my dad's dad. So my stepdad ended up leaving and going to prison. Actually, let me back up. When I turned 13, I moved in with my grandparents, my dad's parents. Um, So they were, my mom was still in my life. I mean, I still seen my mom. I seen her more after I was able to drive and had my own car whatever. But um, my dad's parents was my parents as well. And even while I was living with them full time, now going to school and everything, I still did not have that relationship with my dad. Now, my dad's dad, that I had a good relationship with him. Even though I called him grandpa, he was still um, that father figure in my life. So, in November of 2013, I lost my mom's dad, my grandpa on my mom's side. We were close as well. Um, anything that I needed fixed, um, anything something was wrong with one of my cars or anything I needed fixed in the house, I would call him. Um, he didn't have no problem coming to the house or had no problem helping me out. Um, so we were real close as well. So he died in 2013. Now keep in mind before he passed away, my stepdad was in prison. So he died in 2013. And then in 2018, I lost my dad's dad. And when I lost my dad's dad, I remember going to God in tears. Like I was upset. I was angry. And I remember going to God saying, I remember going to God saying, I don't have no, I don't have no father. You've taken every father that I had. Um, my stepdad was in prison. I lost my, my mom's, um, dad in 2013 and now you've taken the only father that I have left which was my dad's dad this was in 2018 and I was upset and I was angry and I was just express expressing my emotions and my feelings to God and God was like your biological dad is still here and when God said that of course I'm like we ain't never had no this is this is the things that I was saying to God when he said that I said We've never had no relationship. Um, he's never wanted me. He never um, accepted me. I always felt rejected, and I even started expressing things to God that happened that I remember as a young kid. That happened when my when my dad was married, and I had went and spent the night with him and his um, wife at the time. I remember after after spending the night there, spending the night with them, when I got back to my grandparents' house, I was I was in elementary. I was really young, but I still remember this. I remember telling my grandmother, I said, I don't ever want to go back down there and spend a night. And my grandma, "Mm." my grandma asked me, mm, mm, mm." my grandma asked me what, what happened? Like what happened to the fact that I didn't want to go and spend a night again. And I basically told my grandmother that I didn't feel wanted. I didn't, I didn't feel like I belonged in that house. Those are the the feelings that I had. And so, um, so yeah, when I lost my grandfather in 2018, I was just devastated. And while me and God's relationship was good, of course, it's not where it's at now because I've grown. But I remember the Holy Spirit um, just kept speaking to me about my relationship with my biological dad. And I was, um, being stubborn. I was being hard-headed, being rebellion cause the enemy had already planted in my head that if I had a conversation with my dad, my biological dad, and let him know how I always felt, it was going to make things worse. That was the lie that the enemy had been telling me for years. So I was just at a point to where I was just like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm more, I'm a peacemaker. So I'm just like, I'm not even going to say anything. I don't, I don't want to make things worse. I mean, we just good the way we are. Um, me and my dad, after my grandfather died, dad, me and my dad died, me and my dad ended up having a confrontation, a discussion, or argument. It was an argument. We had an argument um, about some tires that was in the building in the back of my grandparents' yard. It was my dad and my grandparents. It was my dad and my grandpa's building. And I had some tires in there. My daddy made a, he asked me about the tires and, and I got smart, and I was like, that's my Popo's building. He was like, no, that's our building. And I was just like, well, I'll put the tires on Popo's side of the building. I got smart. So we basically went back and forth. And and now I'm an adult now because I'm 41 now, in 2018 it's not that long ago. So anyway, so, yeah, we go back and forth. And that conversation, us going back and forth, we didn't talk. Like, before we would speak, um there was things that i had did in the past that i did out of people pleasing when it came to my dad it was something i didn't genuinely want to do but i actually did it because i knew um for example um he gave me away in my wedding when i was when i got married that was something that i that was something that me and my grandma had a conversation about and i felt like at the time i did it because that's something my grandma wanted me to do but in my mind i was like me and my dad ain't really had no good relationship why should he be the one give me away you know these are the things that I was saying but I ended up doing it anyway because my me and my grandma had a talk and this is something my grandma said that I should do um I remember whenever I had my son when I had my son I remember not wanting him to I don't know I can't remember it was something I was young but my son don't. my dad don't have any girl any boys he has all girls So when I had my son, that was like big to him because that was his grandson. He had, he had three girls, but I can't remember what happened, but something ended up happening. And one of my family members had a conversation with me and was telling me, you know, that I was wrong trying to keep him from my son. And in my mind, I was, my mindset was he ain't never been there for me. So why should I let him be a part of my son's life? I was, keep in mind, I was 17, but anyway, so these are some of the backstories between me and my biological dad. Okay. So, Moving forward, like I said, we ended up getting into it about the tires in the building, um, and we went without talking. I remember stuff would be going on at my grandparents' house, and he would come in, and I wouldn't speak, he wouldn't speak. I mean, that's just how it was. We wasn't talking. But, y'all, when I say God kept dealing with me about this situation, like I, which, I, I mean, I was growing, and I was getting closer to God, but I remember hearing the Holy Spirit tell me to have a conversation with my dad, let your dad know how you've always felt. But I was believing a lie that the enemy had told me it's only going to make things worse. If you tell him how you've always felt, it's only going to make things worse. Well, God ended up using my aunt to speak to me too. She ended up calling me one night and I was at E group. I didn't answer the phone. I come outside and I get in the car and I look at my phone and see I got a missed call from her. I check my voicemail. She on the voicemail talking, telling me to give her a call back. I'm coming down the highway and I'm saying to myself, I'm not even going to call her because I already know why she want me to call her. She want me to call her because she want to talk about me and my dad and I don't want to talk about it. Well, I didn't even make it home before the Holy Spirit convicted me and told me to call and I ended up calling my aunt and she basically had a conversation with me and I was telling her how I've always felt and she said we family that's not what we do we talk about things we don't just shut down and blagé just that and third so she said you know she basically told me if that's how you always felt when it come to your dad then when it come to him then talk to him about it So long story short, I ended up reaching out to him and told him that I wanted to talk and I felt comfortable doing it at my grandma's house. I don't know why, but I felt comfortable doing it at my grandma's house. Me and my dad ended up having a talk. I told him how I always felt. I told him that I knew that when he found out that my mama was pregnant, that he told my, so when my mama found out she was pregnant, she went to DSS to get assistance, Medicaid. DSS took child support, not whenever she was pregnant, but after she had me or whatever. DSS took child support out on my daddy because she was getting public assistance. He told my mama he wasn't paying for no baby that wasn't his. So, you know, I told him everything. how I've always felt, you know, that he didn't want me. I never felt like I was his child. And even as growing up, I always felt like he he treated me differently compared to how he treated my sisters. And I told him that I knew that he never wanted me. He said he wasn't paying for a child. that wasn't his. So he heard my side and then I ended up hearing his side. Long story short, um, he told me he never knew I felt that way, which why would he? I never communicated that. Like I was playing a role. I was, you know, acting like everything was fine. So, and then he explained to me, you know, that that was his first encounter with my mom. And he didn't know her history prior to him to, you know, it was a one-time thing, which that's all it take y'all It's just take one time. But I ended up learning that he was actually my mama's first. That's a unique story. My mama's first. She get pregnant. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So long story short, God ended up reconciling me and my dad, my biological dad's relationship through the death of my grandfather. Um, I, only God. That's all I can say It's only God. However, I want you all to know, because I don't know where everything might be going good. You might have a, a active dad in your life, an active father in your life, or you may not, or your situation may be similar to mine, but this is God. This was God wanting me to share my story. My grandfather's death, my dad's dad's death ended up being what caused me and my dad's relationship to be reconciled um I did not expect that, but I went to God crying and talking about how he took the last uh, father that I had out here and he was he basically told me you know that's a lie your biological da- dad is still alive and well um so I don't know what may have been went on in your life when it comes to you and your dad but this is for those that may not have a relationship for with your dad. You may not have a relationship with your dad or you may have had a, a good relationship with your dad and something took place to where now you and your dad is not speaking. I don't know the situation, but what I do know is prayer changes things. I know that for a fact that prayer changes things and it change people. Prayer, when you get to praying on something, what I've learned is when you start praying about something, you start changing. <laughs> when you start praying about something, God start changing you and the situation change. You end up looking at the situation from a different set of eyes compared to the way you was looking at it before you even started praying, for, praying about the situation. So, um, and I was, when that happened, When that happened with me and my dad, I was 36 years old. Y'all, I am 41 now. I was 36 years old whenever that happened. Um, I have several Bible verses that I want to share with you all. Um, And I hope that this story, I hope it blesses someone, uh, whether it's a daughter, a son, or whether it's a mother or the father. I uh, I hope my testimony blesses you. Um, I also pray for those whose father is no longer here. My, Like I said, my grandfather died in 2018 and he was a father to me as well. Um, so this is another Father's Day that he is no longer here with us on earth. But I pray for you as well. I pray for your strength during this day. This may be your first year. Um, your first father's day without your dad, he may have recently passed. And this may be your first father's day without him. I pray for your strength in the Lord. So I want to read several, several Bible verses. And the first one is the verse of the day. Um, uh, when I read in my Bible after this morning, it says his preaching would turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of their children to the fathers that, is reconciliation. That's what actually happened with me and my dad. Reconciliation, which is basically the restoration of restoring of relationships. Um, That was the Bible verse. After I read that Bible verse, the Holy Spirit said, you're going to tell your testimony about you and your dad. Um, Now, it's just some other Bible verses that I want to um, read that I think is very important. The first one is Matthew 6. This is on for- forgiveness. Matthew 6, chapter, I mean, verses... 14 and 15 it says for if you forgive other people when they sin against you your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others their sins your father will not forgive your sins so i want to highlight this first because forgiveness is very important um like i said something may have took place between you and your dad that you and your father and you may be holding on to that we have to forgive. We can't hold on to things. The Bible tells us if we don't forgive, our father would not forgive us of our sins. So that's one, that should be one thing that make you, that want to make you or encourage you to forgive because you want God to forgive you. When you commit a sin, you want God to show you, um, forgiveness when you commit a sin. And then Matthew 18 verses 21 and 22, this is Peter talking to Jesus. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother and sister who sin against me? And I forgive them and let it go. Up to seven times, Jesus answered, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 77 times. So, and if you think about it, Jesus saying 77 times, I don't see anybody sitting and counting every time that they don't forgave somebody to try to figure out, okay, it's done been 77 times, but this is basically Jesus telling them, you know, forgive them up to 77 times. All right. Another thing I want to uh, touch on is grace. Um, every morning when you when you wake up, when God wake you up every morning, he allows us new grace and new mercy every day. We ain't, we're not living off of yesterday's grace and yesterday's mercy. Grace is a gift that we don't deserve. Mercy is not getting the punishment that we do deserve. Mercy is the act of withholding deserved punishment. Now, I want you to take a moment and think about something that you did that was wrong. Something only you and God know that you did. Nobody else know you did it but you and God. Whatever that is that came to your mind, God did not give you the punishment that you deserve for whatever it was that you did. That's what mercy is. Whatever you deserve for whatever whatever punishment you deserve, God did not give you that. So if you are a child that something went on between you and your dad, think about that. Think about forgiveness and think about grace and think about mercy. Life is very short so short. I mean, life is so short. Um it's so short that you don't want to hold grudges. You don't want to have no bitterness in your heart. Uh it's not I'm not going to say it's easy cuz it's not. It's not easy when somebody has offended you or somebody has done something to you that may have hurt you. But what I will say is whatever that whatever it may be. Whatever your dad may have done to where y'all are no longer talking or Y'all are not in a good place. Give it to God. Go to God with it in prayer, because life is short. And I'm I thank God all the time that me and my dad. I thank God all the time that me and my dad was able to reconcile our relationship before either one of us left this earth. My dad is still alive and well, and I'm so grateful because life is short. We don't know when I, we don't know when God is gonna call us um, home. So keep that in mind and then the last Bible verse that I want to read um the last two Bible verses that I want to read is in Luke the first one is Luke 137 with God nothing will be impossible and then Luke 18 verses verse 27 says the things which are impossible to men are possible with God now this I want to close with this verse because When it comes to God, all things are possible. With man, it may not be, but when you take it to God, all things are possible. So I encourage you, if you're not in a good place with your dad or your father, I encourage you to pray. Give it to God. Um, Ask God to help you um, when it comes to the unforgiveness. Ask God to help you with any bitterness that you may have in your heart if you don't know your dad if you if you've never met your dad um, we got a heavenly father he's the father of all fathers oof oof mm, 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 mm. he's a father to the fatherless as well um, and then if you Had a dad and you had a great relationship, but he's no longer here. Just remember, you have a father. You have a father in heaven that will love you unconditionally. That's always waiting to hear from you. God longs to hear from his children day and night. It don't matter. It don't matter if it's a holiday or not. It don't matter if it's two a.m. in the morning or if it's six p.m. in the afternoon. God is always waiting to hear from his children. But I encourage you to, I encourage you to think about if you don't have a good relationship with your dad for whatever reason. I encourage you to think about it and give it to God take it to God in prayer, whatever the situation may be, whatever he may have done, if he offended you, take it to God. Um, And then, Lord, Holy Spirit, mm, wasn't going this route, however, Holy Spirit. And then if you are a mother, if you are a mother and you've given birth to a child and the child who thinks their dad is their dad, that is actually not their dad. You lying to the child and the man. I pray for you. I pray that you get to a place in your life where you can actually be honest with, with your child and the dad at the right timing. And the reason why I say that is because God forbid something happened, something medically happened and your child needed something, and the other dad is not a match, and that's how, and the dad is not a match, and the, that's how the dad find out they're not biologically the father to the child. God forbid anything like that happen, but. Um, so I do, I pray for you. I, I, I pray for mothers out there in that situation. Um, for whatever reason, whatever reason you kept it from the dad, the biological dad and got another dad thinking, it's his child and it's not his child. Whatever the reason may be, I pray you get to a place in your heart to where you can be open and honest Um, because you never know. You just never know. Not only that, you don't want your child growing up and end up being in a relationship with somebody they're biologically related to because they didn't know who their biological dad was. Holy Spirit. Ooh. Mm, nothing but the Holy Spirit. That was not it. I, didn't, I don't have none of that on this paper of my notes. But... I pray for you. I pray for anybody out there that is in that situation. And I pray that you get to a place in your heart to where you can have a conversation with the dad and the actual biological dad and the child, whenever the child is at the at appropriate age where you can have that conversation. I do pray. All right. So I'm going to close in prayer. That would definitely took a left turn, but Hey, you know, the Holy spirit, you make plans and you make plans all you want, but it don't always go that way. All right. Father God, thank you. I thank you for this opportunity today. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. I thank you, Lord, for what you continue to do in our lives. Father God, I lift up every listener. I lift up every father. Father God, I lift up the fathers that are actively in their their child's or children's lives. I lift up the fathers that not. I lift up the fathers that... Um, don't have the resources, the financial resources to be able to support their children like they may want. I lift up the fathers that don't even have a relationship with their children, whether it's because of something they did or it's because of something on the mother's end. Father God, I lift them up to you as well, Father God, because they're still your sons. And I believe, God, you want your children to have healthy relationships with their... You want your sons to have healthy relationships with their children. So, Father God, I lift up the men out here in the world that has... Um, father the child whether they're actively or inactively in their children's lives father god i pray lord that i pray for the ones that may need some type of um, professional help they may they may need professional help father god and they may feel ashamed or they may feel embarrassed i pray father god that you let them know that it is okay not to be okay um that's a lie of the enemy um the, the enemy would tell us in a minute when we got something going on and we don't know how to to handle it or deal with it on our own. The enemy wants to the lie to us to make us feel bad, but it is okay to not be okay. I pray father God that you will provide whatever resources they need to be able to get the help. I pray father God that you strategically place God fearing men in these men's lives to speak life into him, to speak your word into them father God and to encourage them and to push them and to help those that need to uh, reconcile when it comes to their children. Father God, I pray for the children out there that, um, something may have took place between them and their father father God, to where they're no longer speaking father god i pray for those children as well father god i pray that you remind them of forgiveness and remind them that in order for them to be forgiven for their sins we have to also forgive as well father god i pray over every father all over the world lord i pray lord that they have a a day of peace A day where they can be celebrated, which they should be celebrated daily, but this is the day of the calendar. So I pray, Lord, that this is a day that they will be able to enjoy um, doing whatever it is that they desire to do, Father God. I pray that there's no nagging wives, that there's no nagging girlfriends. I pray that they can just enjoy this day, enjoy this moment, and just be able to embrace it embrace it i also pray lord that they will contr- continue i pray that they will go grow stronger in you i pray for those that don't have relationships with you father god i pray lord that they will enter a personal relationship with you i pray lord that they will start spending time with you um read a bible verse a day start praying um i pray that they will grow closer to you father god i pray that That their relationship with you will grow stronger as well. God, I love you and I thank you. I pray that you allow my listeners and their households to have a wonderful week. I pray you keep them covered and keep revealing to them who you are in their lives. Lord, I love you and I thank you. All these things I pray in your son Jesus name. Amen.